This is episode number 206 of the Inner Fight Podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Inner Fight Podcast. My name is Marcus Smith, founder of innerfight.com, and I'm joined by all the coaches, minus one this week, who is still missing Matt Jones. Hopefully, he'll come back soon. No matter where you are in the world, thanks for tuning in. Let's jump right in. So we're going to start this show off a little bit different. Everyone's going to say good morning <laughs> due to what just happened. Moz, good morning. Good morning. Oh, really? What was that? Spanish. Oh. Mia. Good morrow. Good morrow. Yeah, that's one way of saying it. Phil. Morning. Morning. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty boring sweet. English. Pretty normal. Quite boring. Ben Davies is with us. Good morning. Good morning. Can't think of the Welsh version, unfortunately. Oh, mate. Total disappointment. Folks, welcome back. Wires everywhere. There is a lot of wires. There's a lot of wires kicking around. I don't know why that's making that noise. Anyway, welcome back to the show, folks. If you missed podcast number 205 with John Britton, that's actually got more positive feedback than all our podcasts put together. A little bit insulted. People just must like John. Yeah. He's so handsome. He had his shirt on as well. Yeah, maybe we're doing something. <laughs> maybe we're doing something wrong here. God knows. Ben, put your top on. Go and check out podcast two hundred five with John. That was super cool. Congratulations to Shadia as well, one of our clients who won two gold medals at the weekend in jiu-jitsu. Mia, you used to do jiu-jitsu. Is that serious? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's real good. She's done very good, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So good. Congratulations there. And also, Ben, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. This is podcast number one for Ben. For those of you that don't know Ben, this is Ben. Moonshine. There we go. If you're watching the video version... Zoom in on the teeth. Which you should be. You should definitely be watching the video version. Head over to YouTube. Check that out. If not, if you're listening to iTunes, you can't see Ben. You can follow him on his Snapchat, though. Ben Davies, 999. He's part-time with us. Hopefully, one day, he'll become full-time with us when he stops doing what he does. Teaching. Hopefully. Big teacher. <laughs> One week to the open. Phil, you must be nervous. I'm fine. I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. fine. I'm really excited. Yeah. What? It's yeah. only one week? It's, it's, well, it's 10 <laughs> days. By the time this comes out. By the time this comes out on Thursday, it's basically 10 days away. So, yeah. It's, it's there. Good. Boz, are you nervous? Not a, a little bit nervous, but not like a bad nervous. Yeah. Like a good, a good nervous. nervous. Excited. Excited, excited this year, just, yeah. yeah. Excited. Mia, are you excited? Um, I think I'm more nervous. Are you? <laughs> were you nervous last year? Like, were you knew you were going as a team, so it was kind of a different dynamic, right? Uh, yeah, but I was nervous as well, since it was my first real open. Oh, really? And uh, I was the first individual, so... Oh, so definitely a good opportunity <laughs> to be nervous. But it, it, was it... What was the pressure like when you're a team? Was it different? Like, like the pressure is, pressure is different because if you do something bad, you don't yeah. just let yourself down, but the whole team... You definitely knew that you were going team before, though. You'd already all decided that. Yeah. That you were definitely going yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But you did qualify for individual if you wanted. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. did you come in the Open last year? 29th. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's very cool. How many places were there for Europe? 40. 30. 30 and 10 from Africa. 10 from Africa, so for 40. Oh, wow. So you just scraped in. That's good. <laughs> Could have gone as either. But did you guys know who your team was at the start? Yeah, it was decided right. long before. Ah, okay. That's so why that's like, I moved to Malmö for the team. For the team. Yeah. 
but different pressure this year, individual. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> ben, you'll definitely be nervous. I'll be nervous. Will I'll you? Be nervous. I, I have nothing really to be nervous about. I'm just going <laughs> to... Just be nervous for it. the sake of it. Yeah. I'll, I'll want to do as well as possible, but I'm, yeah. not, I'm not going to the games like these guys, so... You never know. <laughs> you might You might well be. That starts in a week. Boz, have you done the judges course yet? No. Me, have you done it? <laughs> <laughs> it's no. like past You'll have done it, Ben. You're a I teacher. Have really you done the judges up. course? I haven't no. yet. Really? I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. It's good this year. You can screw up the we'll questions and still get them right. <laughs> <laughs> Noble did it on my computer and she didn't even do it for me. On, on your Log- password? Yeah, logged in as her own That's self. so selfish. Yeah. <laughs> use my computer. Don't ever let her use your computer. When she said, I'll, can I use your computer to do the judges course? I was like, yeah, sweet. Yeah, do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, then she did it for herself, not me. selfish. They've actually changed it's it a little bit this year. It's about 20 questions long and you have practice modules as well, which is... Yay. I just skipped through all of those. <laughs> 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 I went, went to the final exam and then if you screw up, because they've, they've entered uh, double unders, so you have to count the double unders and this chick's really bad at them, a bit like Jonesy. Right. And <laughs> it just keeps on, oh, he's got better. And he, he just, yeah, she just keeps on screwing up. And then, actually, I, I Me and know. Jonesy won a double under workout the other day. Did you? Yeah, against you two. It's because I was doing double unders. <laughs> I haven't done double unders forever. Why would I do that? Anyway, we got a load of questions coming. Snapchat's giving us a lot of traction, a lot of questions, and everyone's very active. Boz, what's your Snapchat? Beastmans. Are you getting lots of people talking to you on Snapchat? Yeah, these days? too many weird questions. <laughs> too many <laughs> weird questions. You can follow them all over innerfight.com slash Snapchat. You wanted to answer this question. Have you tried Whole30? What is it? Do you know what Whole30 is? Yeah. Right. I've never tried it, but I know right. a couple of people who did it in the gym in Antwerp. What is it? It's like uh, 30 days, you're going to live really strict about your food. Like yeah. It's paleo, but there's no sweets whatsoever. Yeah, like you're not you allowed to substitute the, things, right? No, no. Yeah. I don't think you can even use like whey protein and stuff. No, there's I don't like think There's like a couple can. rules, that, and it's like the only thing you can eat is just like meat and vegetables, I think. Yeah, That's it, it. I think the, the rule is that you're not allowed to substitute stuff... Uh, yeah, you can't foods. eat. You can't change it. Like if you would make like a healthy version of a pizza, that would not be like, a, like allowed. Yeah, you're not allowed you, to yeah. exactly, and that's why you're not allowed to take like a whey protein shake and have a healthy protein shake. I think that's not allowed either. No, no, yeah. It's uh, if I folks want to know what we're talking stupid. about, whole thirty dot com. Yeah, yeah I, I, it's. I think it's too strict. Like yeah. if you do that for a month, you're not going to be happy. I think. Yeah. It says, uh, not avoid for 30 days. Do not consume added sugar of any kind, real or artificial. So you're not allowed any maple syrup, honey, agave, nectar, coconut sugar, none of that stuff. And then, of course, the, the normal sugars. Not consume alcohol in any form, not even for cooking. No grains, no legumes, no dairy, uh, no MSGs. Try not to, this is it. Try not to recreate baked goods, junk foods, or treats with approved ingredients. Continue to eat your old Continuing to eat your old, unhealthy foods made with whole 30 ingredients is totally missing the point. There we go. So paleo Pop-Tarts like are out. changing your lifestyle a bit. Yeah. That's why they do it, probably. Yeah. Uh, uh. It's interesting. You, you, wouldn't, th- you wouldn't be happy with this, Phil. Do you think that would put you off, changing your lifestyle? I think it does, mate. Yeah. I think it creates something temporary, don't you? Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. But maybe if you have really bad habits... It's maybe like a, a I think it's way too hard. Of it, a way too hard introduction yeah. to it. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Like I say, if you're going from a pretty poor diet, yeah. to all of a sudden have to be so strict and not even... Yeah. 
that, that, that takes up quite a lot of like no, bit of knowledge as well to know what you can and can't kind of can't do. Yeah, it's pretty much it's. I mean, it's it's on the site whole30.com. It's it's pretty it's pretty well set out there. It's 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 called Whole Thirty Program Rules. So like you get all the stuff that you can and can't do. But I'm, I'm the same as you, Ben. I'd be like. I think it's I think it's hectic. Yeah. Have you ever done yeah, anything like that, mate? Have you done like a like a, a seven day detox or a, a, an eating challenge of any sort? No. Um, a long time ago, I used to try and fast for one day. Right. Um, one day a week. One day a week. Right. But I was uh, pretty miserable on that day, <laughs> so I, I changed it very soon. Really? Was it like a training day or a rest day? No, it was a training day, but it was always the day. After my cheat day, it was just a bench day, though. It so. was, it was, yeah, just yeah. bench. Day. <laughs> Most days are just bench days. <laughs> so Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> but that you just you, how long did you do it for? You just started. You decided to start doing it, and you just yeah, I started doing it, and it, it seemed to. I I thought it seemed to work at the time, um, but looking back at the way my training was then to to how my training is now, I I, yeah. I can see that you know it's it's not the right way to go. So you did you fast for a full like twenty four hours? Yeah. And then the next day, how did you eat? I uh, just ate normally. Just yeah. did you have cravings and stuff the next day? Like because you were starving, were you? No, be, simply because I it was the day after my cheat day, so right. I, I right. So everything that I would crave, I would have the day before. Yeah, yeah. Someone actually asked us a question about intermittent fasting. Um, I think someone asked me in Snapchat that I was supposed to answer as well about intermittent fasting. Jess said that she's been doing a lot of intermittent fasting, fasting for eighteen hours, and then she wrote like a load of other stuff, and I didn't. I can understand it. It was. Boz, have you done any intermittent fasting? No. no. Yeah. No. no never. Jonesy has. Jonesy has. I have. Jonesy has. It's interesting. I, it kind of worked for a while, but I, I'm the same. I'm with you, Phil. Here, like, the, the, I think it's so extreme, like, to cut all of this stuff out. It, it's kind of paleo, but without the, without any substitutes. So, did yeah. they were they successful with the challenge, mate? In the, the gym? thing, what I liked in the challenge, what they did in Antwerp, is was like they scaled it a bit. Like you had like three phases, right? Like if, like they would do, I think every, like twice or three times a year or something, right? And then if you first start, you'll have like, you can still eat some things. Right. They would right. just cut out like artificial That's sugar and stuff. Yeah. And then like if you do it the second time, you'll do like the second phase, which is less. Right. Um, yeah. Treats, and then the third phase is like really doing the whole thirty. Yeah, yeah. And what what did they what do they do after? Just go back to normal. Go, yeah, let's <laughs> go back to. Some people did. Some people just stayed with paleo, and they have like most of them had like some good recipes they kept. Right. The things they liked, they probably are still doing. But interesting. Yeah. Everybody lost weight. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Talking about food and stuff, Noble actually has a question. She sent that to us on Snapchat. How to spot bullshit advertising on healthy products? What do we reckon? Stuff that's basically just, I guess then, I guess it's a bit of a, a contradiction there because it's, the advertising's wrong, but the product, it's claiming it's healthy, but it's not. You probably just got to watch out for like the fat free, fat free stuff, right? Because that's, yeah. that's usually got a lot more sugar in. Yeah. And stuff like the kind of, because obviously the, a lot of um, government guidelines and things like that, campaigns are all about taking fats out of the diet because people think fats make you fat yeah. when really they don't. Yeah. Um, so the easiest thing to put is fat-free and just cram loads of sugar in there because they don't have to put... I don't think you have to put how many grams of sugar on that little... The little um, Do you not? On the, th- on the thing at the front. The front thing with yeah, the orange, yeah, the yeah. traffic light system yeah. that they have in the UK. 
Right. I don't think sugar's on there, is it? I don't know, mate. I, yeah. They have to put it on the back, but yeah. you know, people don't always read that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's... Um, I, I guess what's on the front, people generally believe. That's why sort of nutritional supplements do do that well, isn't it? A lot of people still think that fat is is bad for you as well. Yeah. They, 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 so they're looking they don't for have zero the knowledge. Fat. Yeah. yeah. A lot of things just put, just put the word healthy as well, and then when you read the <laughs> when you read the back, it's really not like yeah. they'll like they'll put like and a lot of it kind of is for sports stuff. They'll say like you know healthy energy boost, yeah, and by that they mean it's got loads of sugar in, yeah, because it will give you like a very temporary <laughs> energy boost. And yeah, definitely. You'll feel pretty crap afterwards. <laughs> loads, like loads of caffeine. It, it's pretty much just like you know like a flapjack or something like oats, yeah, and loads of honey or or sugar or something or yeah. dates and dried fruit. Yeah. And they, they advertise it as, you know, healthy. So number one thing there is to not only read what's on the front, but then go and read what's yeah, on the back. Just read the per 100 grams. Like That's probably the, what you want to want to be looking at, what, what the actual content is yeah. of, of sugar, really. Jumping back to the Open, Dahlia says, do you think I can register for the Open because I can't do things like handstands and strict pull-ups? Yeah. Yes. Guilt version. 100%. <laughs> 100%. Job, that, probably do, that probably doesn't need <laughs> too much more. James says, can I have the free T-shirt? <laughs> Straight out. I offer a free T-shirt for the best question. And he actually said, just give me the free T-shirt. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you as many questions as you want. He, he, had, a, he had a good question, though. I, I think it was directed maybe a little bit at me, but I think it, it goes to everyone. He says, goals. How often do you set goals? Um, do you do the monthly, weekly, based around events? And then how does that affect your training? Um, and he, he said at the end, please give me the free T-shirt because I've spent a long time on this snap and I'm now late for work. It was, it was half ten in the morning. He did spend it was about a minute's worth of just, and then he kept saying, "Oh, sorry, I ran out of time there." So, how do we set goals? Any thoughts on that? Just loads of different timelines of it, isn't it? Like almost every single training session I do, I've got some sort of goal of what I want to get out of it. Right. Just like, you know, it's not. I don't write it down on a piece of paper and put it in a training log or anything. But if I'm about to do a workout, I'll set a goal of how well I want to do every single time. And then you learn from that. You either achieve that goal and, okay, I can set my standards a bit higher yeah. or you don't get it and then you know that it's something you need to work on. So I think almost all the time, like just to, if you want to start like holding yourself a bit more accountable like towards training, then yeah. almost every single session, every so often it's good to just kind of go into something and, and just do it for fun. But if you're trying to improve, I think every single session there should be some goal that you want to get out of it. Yeah, I think that's true. I think like yesterday's workout with Karen, 150 wall balls, people kind of knew what they'd done before or what was a good time and stuff and I actually saw a lot of people just rocking up to the gym yesterday pretty focused and they they kind of didn't I think they didn't see the bit before of all the back squats and the air bike and stuff and they're like this is Karen this is it I'm going to smoke it and well, a lot of people because I said oh this is a CrossFit benchmark workout a lot yeah. of people asked me like oh what's a good time for it yeah. Like, yeah. whereas yeah. sometimes when you don't tell them it's a bit like I don't get that question very much but yeah, I got a lot more questions than I usually do about, you know, what's a good time or how many yeah. should I do for this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's decent. Hopefully that helps, James. He, he actually said, how does it affect your training? I think one of the, I think that was, I think he mentioned something about some of the longer events that I do and it doesn't really, I don't know. I guess when I go and run more, I, I do run. Do you have a goal for it? Because you're running a long way this weekend. Do you have a yeah. goal for it? Is it, is it just, just complete? Is it just completion? It. Or? Yeah, just to finish it as fast as possible. When this podcast comes out, I've already started. But I think how, how do you... Like you just say as fast as possible, but you must have like all the time. Okay, you, yeah. you're getting slow, and you think I can run faster than this. You must have a goal of how 
as fast as possible can't just be whatever it has to be yeah especially like on the first day mate because it's 60k's on the first day it's it's kind of like to control my heart to make sure that i'm burning fat so on the first day i'll try not to go above like 140 beats a minute but because i haven't run i haven't done any running training for it like i don't know what might happen just my um, rest rate so we try and maintain it at 140 and just see obviously what pace that's at um, the first two days is, I think, and this is the biggest thing, like when you go on something long, the first couple of days, it's like doing a long workout. You, you wouldn't do, if I told you we're going to do Fran three times, you wouldn't do the first round of Fran in, this, in, in two and a half minutes. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it, it is, it is kind of like that. And then as we did when we were in the Sahara, the last day in the Sahara was a marathon. And so we tried to go a little bit faster in that. And then the last 8K, that was the best thing, actually. The last 8K was like a checkpoint with 8K to go. And everyone was absolutely smoked. And Tom and I were running at like four-minute Ks and just having the time of our life. Like, And you're just literally passing people. And they're, they're almost passing out because they didn't have anything left. And I can pretty assure you, like, when I finished, I didn't have anything left as well. So, yeah, it's kind of survival's the first thing. But then you just I, – I guess – and, and we were speaking about it, I don't know when, but, like, you don't want to just get there and just finish it. It's like, you can finish any workout you want. It just might take a super long time. Um, so, yeah, we've got sort of time plans and stuff in place for that, but who knows? The desert's hot, and at night it's cold. So. Are you scared for your toenails? No. No? Okay. Because Phil has a really good doctor for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually very funny, boss. I'm happy with that. He's not happy with that at all. No, no, seriously, yes. Yeah. No, hopefully, Ow. this is the place where I actually lost seven the last time I was there. But hopefully, they stay intact this time. But yeah. You should just go with him. They just fall out and yeah. you don't have to go to the top. You might be able to beat me at a workout. Yeah. <laughs> True. Ahmed says, as a beginner, do you recommend working out with machines? What do you think about that? What As machines? The rest of the people are with you are <laughs> machines? Or? I think he means sort of resistance machines and oh, stuff yeah. in gyms. Which yeah, crossovers. <laughs> yeah. No, come on, Ben. You know about the machines. Yeah. Come on. I think there's definitely a place for it. Yeah. Um, it, especially in terms of if you're just coming back from injury or if you, if you tend to have had injuries in the past. Yeah. Then, yeah, I think there's definitely a place for it. But it's, it, it's not always the way to go. Yeah. What was your favorite machine? Like not def- definitely not leg press. No, not, <laughs> leg press. <laughs> not leg press. crossovers are good. You lie down on the leg press and use it as like a bench, <laughs> and just a, a different version of bench. <laughs> um, here we go. This one will keep the girls happy. Well, the last bit will be. Morning, all. I have two questions for you today. So let me kick off with the first one. Bear with me. It may be a little bit long-winded. <sighs> Is there such a thing as overtraining? And am I likely to face any negative effects based on the blow? As you know, I've been training five, six times a week for the last nine months at 5.30 a.m., the Forgotten Heroes class. <sighs> About a month ago, I decided, to, I decided to start trying to up my running game. I'd noticed that although I can see a lot of progression, gains in my overall training, there are two areas that need work. One was burpees. However, however, as I would rather swallow a mouth full of bees than do more burpees than absolutely necessary, <laughs> I should tackle the second area, which was running. To that end, I'm punching out 6Ks in the evenings three times a week. 
I'm going to start introducing some hill reps as well. So that will give me about 12K of running and another 6K of hill repeats. Initially, I suffered a bit of shin splints, but that seems to have been cured by a couple of days of compression sleeve for my calf. Generally, I don't feel too bad, although I admit that feeling in the morning training is something leg-orientated. I don't like it. So basically, is he, am I doing too much? Um, smashed out a new PB. Want to run in the evening. So... What do we think? Should he be mixing? Is it all right? Three times a week running, five to six times a week training in the morning. Is I, that overtraining? I'm What's looking for a 5.30 a.m. training partner if anyone is keen. <laughs> <laughs> I run intervals. Intervals. <laughs> Thoughts? I think he's fine. Um, you think he's okay? Yeah. We, we went, remember the article? We read that really good article before yeah. about like there isn't, isn't really a th- like Overtraining is not a, a real thing. It was um, under recovery. Yeah. Which I thought was really good. Um, I think there's no reason there's no reason why um, you can't do the class program five or six days a week. We design it so that you can do it every yeah. single day. Right. And if you if your lifestyle like fits that, then there's no reason why you should be able to add a little bit more extra, and especially something like running or you know non the stuff that we're not doing in the mornings. Right. Oh, I think it's fine, but there's a lot of other things that he has to have in place, like to be able to recover, so that he doesn't feel, you know, things like the shin splints and things like that, and start breaking down a little bit. Yeah, I would, I would say pretty much the same as well. I think, I think people can get out and can do a little bit more, but I think as well maybe there's that expectation and and managing your goals a little bit. Like if you're expecting to be getting really strong and you sort of want to lift really heavy on your legs every time you come in, but you're also running a lot at night, then it, you might not be achieving those numbers at the same time second part of the question i already saw it so i'm very excited which is not for you to answer okay. <laughs> second question to techno makes you stronger mia discuss yes <laughs> yes, mia. yes. Tell, tell the people how much your lifts increased once you started to lift li- listen to techno 11 kilos 11 kilos in just 11 in, just exactly. techno. in how many months just techno like mm-hmm. four months no, a bit more. Six. Maybe six. So nothing out of the so ordinary. You, so you believe <laughs> that an 11 kilo increase in four months of hard training is solely down to the... Okay. Techno. Techno. Cool. cool. Not <laughs> only. Not <laughs> only. Nothing else. So you stop following my programming. No. Do, do whatever you want to do. Yeah, but, but as long as techno's on, as long as techno's on, you you'll get way better at CrossFit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Ben, you train a lot on your own. Yeah. Do you t- like you've trained a lot in the mornings on your own, and, and and generally you train a lot on your own. Do you use? Do you care what music's on? Not really. No, as long as there's something loud. It has to be loud. Uh, yeah, it does have to be loud. Really? Yeah. Mm. In the mornings, I struggle to get anything loud because I'm on the eighth floor of a building, so it's so it's difficult. So I have to be quiet and careful. And mm. but so like, you two like techno only because you go to training camp and that's all that the guy plays. No, I like it. You didn't it like it before. Of course. No, I, that's you didn't. the only thing I did. Did you honestly? Really? I just went from every every day, like every weekend, I went to a rave and raved <laughs> like 40 hour, 48 hours nonstop. Bam, bam, bam. So now when I lift, I just don't think of the weight. I just like in this trance, I'm like, cha, cha, 
Think of the rave. <laughs> You? How it helps Did me? you used to go I to the raves? No, I never <laughs> went to raves. <laughs> and I never listened to techno before my first camp in September. See? But I just think it's like on the camp, it's so focused. Like yeah. you can't do nothing else than focus on the barbell. And you hear this music, bam, 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 bam. So yeah. if I put it on in the gym when I'm going to lift, I just you, go back to the connection. same feeling. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's all right. Yours, yeah, for yours. me, it's just a feeling, <laughs> a different feeling from before. Slightly different feeling. Slightly different feeling. But Stevie, that's that's still Steve's question. He he loves Steve the techno. Steve will have the, the same, morning. I guess. Yeah, he gets really fired up. Actually, when Steve first started coming, he, he used to come to us when we were at the previous gym for pretty much the whole workout. After the uh, after the coach had explained what was going on, he just put an iPod on. We're just like, what are you doing? He's like, I just, he just literally said, he said, I can't work out without it. Oh, yeah. And so we just let him do it. And he lasted about two or three months and then he left us for about, it was almost a year, wasn't it? That yeah. he, we didn't see him. And then, uh, then he came back and he, he puts it in now. If there's a lot of running, yeah, yeah, he, he, he puts it in and yeah, it's, um, I wonder what he listens to when he's on that. But here's, we're talking about mental stuff. Here's a question from our friend Scott. What's the best way to mentally prepare for a tough workout, be it an open one or even just a regular workout? Previous coaches of mine have focused on more strategy. When the emphasis here is here, as in, I guess he means here in a fight, is just more just fucking get, in, get on with it. <laughs> That's what he writes. Honestly, what runs through your head before an important workout challenge and how do you fight the doubts? I'm... I'm a large, if that qualifies. Oh, so he thinks he's getting a t-shirt as well. What's the question? It's better this one or James's. We'll sort that out later. Mia, before a workout, what's going through your head? How do you mentally prepare for a workout? Um, I, I, I think about it and try to make a strategy. Yeah. But then it not always work out as I want. Right. And then <clears throat> just need to get my head into it and just try to push harder. Like... If you're going to talk about the workout when we did uh, seven minutes and toast to bar and snatches, yeah. I wanted to split my toast to bar in, in sevens, yeah. but I suck at toast to bar, so I, I couldn't. Right. So then I, I just broke down. It was nothing like I wanted to be, but just and what, just what try that, to finish it. That's an interesting thing. Like you, you go in maybe with a strategy, but then it breaks down. Then what do you do? Then I just don't care about my strategy anymore and yeah. just try panic to just keep moving. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's with most people panic. Yeah, uh, which you see all the time. Like people, the, I don't think you can really go into workouts with too much strategy. Like yeah. what you you gain a lot of experience from just doing workouts, right? And you can have like a base minimum of like, you know a real rough guideline of what you want to be able to do. But if you set too strict a goals, you're, you it's going to end badly usually. But like either you can't hit those targets and your first thought is always a negative one then and then you will deteriorate throughout the workout or you'll finish the workout and think wow i shouldn't have done sevens because i could have done this i could have gone unbroken i could have gone faster yeah so i think it's a really bad thing to set like really strict numbers before a workout i think the main thing that i do now is just like you visualize yourself doing the workout which i do quite a lot just visualize yourself like how you're going to move through the workout and just be ready to be in pain and almost tell yourself that you're like, I know that the Open's coming up, and I, I can't wait to put myself in loads of pain. Because I know that as soon as that pain happens, I'm be ready for it mentally, and yep. that's what I'm prepared for. Whereas a lot of people, as soon as it starts to hurt, the first thought is a negative reaction, 
and then they'll just deteriorate from then on in a workout. Everything is, oh my God, this is so much pain. I don't like pain. Whereas if you get into the mental attitude that you love pain, I love mm-hmm. it when I'm doing thrusters and it really, really hurts, then when that inevitably happens and you're ready for it, yeah. which buzz. I try to think positive. Like I tell myself it's not, it's not hard. Just do it. You're, you've been training really hard. Just go to the workout and try not to shit your pants. <laughs> <laughs> I won't ask you if you've actually done that in a workout because I, I don't want to know the answer. Figuratively speaking, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's good. Whatever. Ben, how do you go about it? Yeah, again, just just kind of embrace the pain. Know, know that you're gonna, it's going to hurt. It's going to be tough um but you just got to keep moving pick yeah. the bar up yeah. and, and just keep moving through the reps do, you, do, you, do you guys do we think like everyone's obviously pretty much of the same thing just just get on with it and, and and just suffer do we think that perhaps in in crossfit and not only i was, I was speaking to flanners on another podcast earlier you know like people are too caught up on like a strategy and do you think strategy like almost strategy makes people mentally weak yeah that's that yeah, if you get too like focused on the strategy, yeah, they just yeah because it, it goes wrong and then they absolutely shit themselves. Yeah, yeah. somebody it, asked me the the other day when we did a workout, like, oh, how are we gonna split this up? I was like, I have no idea. Like, gotta yeah. see how it feels when I start. Yeah, yeah, it depends how fast everyone else goes. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. like sometimes, like you, you go into it, I'm gonna do this and this, yeah, and then if you're in a competitive environment where it's not just training anymore, yeah. you just got to go as hard as you can to beat everyone. Yeah. So sometimes your strategy, sometimes it works, like having a strategy in the, like it's from experience, like you yeah. have to know what you are and aren't capable of. Yeah. So, you know, if someone pulls ahead at the start of a workout, but you know you're capable of pulling it back, then it's about keeping calm in that situation, uh, which is then keeping you positive that you know at some point you will catch them because your favorite movement's coming up or something and you'll beat that person or... Sometimes it's just like, wow, they've gone really hard. I've got nothing really to lose. I'm just gonna have to go, you know, go go nuts and see if I can, you know, catch up to them. What do we, what do he, he he he's got to? I'll start that again. Honestly, what runs through your head before an important workout? We sort of spoken about that. How do you fight the doubts? Do you, do you guys have doubts before before you start a workout or before you you know do you stand there and go, oh, I, I don't know, like what's going on? Yeah, the doubts. It's not really doubts. It's like it's, I'm not doubting that I'm, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna make it. I know I'm gonna make it. I'm just yeah. gonna tell myself, okay, just do it. It doesn't matter when you finish, but just go as fast as you can. Mm. Like if you think like, oh my god, it's gonna be so hard. Uh, I'm not gonna be able to do this in this time. So you're already like thinking you can't do it. So if you start thinking like that, it's gonna be really hard. Yeah. So you just don't think like that. Yeah, just I, tell I, yourself I've, I've it's going to be okay just try to yeah a lot and it would, it would really be my downfall a lot of the times in workouts that I did is that all I would do is look around and watch people in a warm up area in a competition I'd be yeah. looking at them like wow they don't look that tired like I feel really tired like how is he still moving like that or you know all these things mm-hmm. like you think that I've seen this guy do this on Instagram and you know I, I can't lift that weight you know and you let all that come into your mind whereas at, at the moment and recently like I've just I've had the attitude that no matter who I'm against, like I can, I can beat absolutely anyone. And maybe I do, maybe I don't. But you have to have that attitude going into a workout because if you don't, you, I guarantee you won't do as well as you can. Like you have to have the attitude that you can beat absolutely anyone in the room all the time. Yeah. Scott, hopefully that helps you out, and hopefully Scott Wilson. Or, yeah, yeah, Scott Wilson. 
Yeah, he's obviously struggling a little bit and wants to try and get a little bit more mentally prepared for for the Open. I think as well, like, I think people generally when it goes wrong, they sort of halfway through a workout, and if it's a seven-minute workout, they waste 20 seconds getting their sort of knickers in a twist that something's gone wrong as opposed to just getting on with it and just pushing a little bit more. So hopefully that helps, Scott. Maybe maybe good for a T-shirt. Maybe not. We'll see. Another one from our, our friend, Brooksy. Basically, he's super happy with the program that we put online. He does some of it at home, some of it here in the gym, as we know. And he says, on the whole, one session a day is pretty much all I can manage to fit in with some extra stuff that he does. Every now and again, when traveling or at weekends, he has downtime and inclination to squeeze in more workout time. So what do we recommend people would do if they do have a little bit more time as extracurricular stuff? Any ideas? It depends on his goals. Sweet. Good answer. That's what. That's exactly. I, I think I've actually. I don't want to make him feel silly for ans- answering this question, but I think I've actually said this to people before. People have said like, "I've got a bit more time. I want to do a little bit extra." I'm like, "Well, go to the in the fight red zone Instagram and have a look at all the different because that has loads of different elements in it, and just pick a gymnast if you want to. If you're working at that point on some gymnastic stuff, just pick it and just get involved in it. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of. I think that's. Uh, that's a, that's a, that's an easy thing, or just sit on your sit on your rowing machine for a while. That helps. That helps. A message from a gentleman called Salim. He says, uh, "I'm 62 kilos and 173 centimeters tall. How tall are you, Boz? Uh, 167. Okay, so he's a little bit taller than you and weighs a bit less. A little bit less. So <laughs> Five kilos. It's quite small. small guy. Uh, I've been working out to build muscles, so that's good. He's heading in the right direction. Every day I play a muscle. So he uses one muscle group. Like I start with the chest on a Sunday, then shoulder, uh, Saturday. Is shoulders on Sunday. Ben's, Ben's very happy about this question so far. Keep it going, Salim. <laughs> shoulders on Sunday, biceps and triceps the day after, and I finally end it with back. Do you suggest to keep on the same, or should I join them like? <laughs> should I join them like every day? Do too. So Fun just back. looking for, and he actually says, uh, he says, keep giving the good advice on Snapchat. You and Carmen specifically really nailed the burpees. I guess is what he's saying. So, what do you think? What, what do you think? That this is the old school bodybuilding style of, of of training. Ben, you give us your thoughts on that. Uh, <laughs> right. So <laughs> I would I would always do two to a, a big muscle group and a smaller muscle group. Right. If that's what what your goal is. Yeah. Um. So In for bigger, example, he means pecs. biceps a big muscle group, though, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> big muscle group, biceps, small muscle group, quads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if that if that's what you're training towards and you're, you're trying to pack on muscle, um, yeah, I would do kind of chest and triceps and back and biceps it, it, it is very old school yeah it is very kind of but it's um, old school mate but I, it, it helps it's it works it, it, yeah, it's not it bad at all oh, right i mean it's it's a real you know if you want to i think this is sometimes where crossfit's kind of screwed everything up is that yeah. it, it it creates a whole load of confusion but even we were sat earlier doing the programming up here we're kind of looking at what muscle groups we worked the day before and then what we're going to do the next yeah. day so it's uh when you were doing a lot of rehab for your for your shoulder last year did you did you 
well, you went back to sort of more of a bodybuilding style program because you yeah. literally couldn't do CrossFit. How yeah. did, did, is that how you split it up then? Yeah, that's exactly how I split it up. So I would do back with biceps, um, chest and triceps, shoulders on their own, yeah, um, and legs on their own another day. Believe it or not, not not often. On <laughs> <laughs> another day that just didn't happen. Just <laughs> never happened. The day. But, but yeah, it, re- it, <laughs> it really helped. I mean, it was all strict stuff. It was all kind of isometric. It was all holes. And um, it really, really helped. And, and coming back into CrossFit, uh, the gymnastics stuff, I found a lot easier than I did before yeah. before doing it. There we go. So it helps a lot. I think a lot of people, Jonesy and I have found that, Carmen, your program, the Pure Strength program, definitely helps. Like a lot of that accessory work. Which is it? I mean, it's, it's more all, of a bodybuilding yeah. style program, yeah. anyway, isn't it? it yeah. It's super helpful. Yeah, just isolating some muscles, yeah, and, and then really firing them up. <laughs> <laughs> really firing them up with all those tricep pull downs. Yusuf Tukan asks one. He actually says, "Here's one for Holly," but she's not here. His question is, what carbohydrates should I be eating for dinner during the week? I train almost every weeknight and then typically have a dinner of a lean protein, chicken breast 90% of the time, and a garden salad. I think I should be mixing in some carbohydrates as well, but I'm not sure what the best ones to eat before bed are and what the amount stroke ratio should be. Or should I eat the carbs at lunchtime and just do protein in the evening? Uh, depends if he's when he's training, I guess. He trains quite a bit at night, though, right? Yeah, does he? Yeah, that helps. <laughs> <laughs> he's usually at the nighttime classes. Yeah, he's normally here in the evening, right? So, yeah. so the carbs post training. Yeah. Yeah, after, yeah, straight yeah, after. Before, yeah, straight after before going to bed. And as but. we've probably gone over before, stuff like sweet potato. Yeah. I mean, he says he says garden salad, but if, if you eat a massive salad, you're actually getting a reasonable level of carbohydrate through yeah. that salad yeah. without getting without having to go down the road of pastas, rice, potatoes and stuff like that. So maybe even staying on what he's on and adding in. I know uh, I've, I've used a lot of fat at night. Phil, you've also started using a lot yeah. of fat at night. So on that garden salad, he could, he could really just add lashes of Some oil. Of, of oil. Or yeah, yeah, avocado, avocado like oil, really great, nuts, yeah. seeds. And uh, what you you you've been cooking eggs in eggs. a lot of oil eggs. or butter with eggs with butter and coconut oil, yeah. You put coconut oil on the eggs. I, I use it to, use in, it in the cook. pan and then like scrambled eggs. Ah, oh, it's scrambled, so it stays with it. Yeah. There we go. Boz, what's your best? You, I've seen you been eating some stuffed bananas in a wrap recently. What, what was that all about? That's a lot of carbs. <laughs> <laughs> so you do a wrap, just based. like a what sort wheat. Of? It's just wheat. It's just straight up wheat. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not healthy or anything, but it's really good. So if you want to have a cheat meal, so take a wrap and take all the nut butters <laughs> you like. Yeah. <laughs> nut so I will use macadamia, cashew, and almond nut butter. Not <laughs> <laughs> all at the same, same time. time. Same so time. Once, one tablespoon, yeah, tablespoons. The big one. The big ones. Yeah. So three big <laughs> tablespoons, and then one banana, some blueberries, and then you roll it up. And if you have honey, just add a little bit of honey, and then roll it up, eat it, and then go to bed. Man, you'll sleep so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's not healthy, but it's not healthy. Maybe. A a bit. There's nut butter in. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's yeah. Nut, nut butter and a banana in there. Hundred gra- grams of sugar before bed. Yeah. <laughs> Yusuf uh, really probably probably that. wouldn't suggest eggs. that you go, go with the eggs. Uh, go down yeah, Boz's, go with the eggs, yeah. Boz's route. It's not something I do every day. It's just when I like 
When you, run out, when you run out of Milky Ways. <laughs> when I run out of Milky Ways. <laughs> when all the Milky Ways. Yes, Maria, ways. they're almost finished. Please bring more. No, A lot of them are in Mia's shoes, though. Be careful. I, o- I ate those, too. Gross. <laughs> 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 no, is. I found two more back at, at the oh, home. Yeah, more. Yeah. Yeah. Oh I put one in each, pair in each shoe. Ah. I guess she got hungry when she was putting her <laughs> shoes on. <laughs> Take care of it. That was after Anton tied her shoelaces together. It's probably not a very good day. She's like, this place so is just... So much going on with my still, shoes. Still yeah, why? <laughs> These people are so immature. Someone actually asked us, how do you... We've, we've been through this a couple of times before. Maybe Mia and Ben can answer this. How do you start your day food and exercise-wise? What's your sort of perfect start to the day food-wise, exercise-wise? I know, obviously, we have to work and stuff, but what, what would be your ideal? Today, I ate the last cookie. Yes, you did. Oh, that was yeah. the best start. <laughs> To finish the last cookie, so Marcus couldn't have one. I didn't have one. I got stronger for not having one. No, but like before I moved here, I started every morning with a banana pancake. That was the best. Really? Yeah. Those are really good. Every morning I did the same. For I'd done it for a couple of years. But really? Did you put Nutella on it? No. No, 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 no. Just banana? No. I I just mash a banana and mix it with three eggs. And then uh, I do like two pancakes of it. So, what else do you put in it? Nothing else, just banana and eggs. Really? Yeah. It's not a pancake. It's not really a pancake. <laughs> it looks yeah, like a pancake. It looks like a pancake. This sounds <laughs> awful. It's, no. really, good. it's, it's really, really good. It's really good. And then you okay. add some cinnamon. It's really good. You can it's add cinnamon good. or berries or anything yeah. on and top. And you've yeah. been staying at my house now 10 days and you failed to cook one of said pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> I can do it tomorrow. Uh, yeah, when I'm teaching at 6. She'll wake up early. Really? Does it cook like... Yeah. What so about how... Uh, did you blend the, b- the banana? I just mix it with a fork. And yeah. Then b- Have you had one of these, Phil? I just mix it yeah. with a fork. It's every egg. day in Iceland. Yeah. Really? I did it every morning. Yeah. Really? And then so I look like this. <laughs> Please have one. It's just got egg, banana, sometimes some cinnamon, and that's it. Yeah. And you just eat it. Yeah. Sweet. And what's your favorite exercise to do first thing in the morning? <laughs> Um, weightlifting. Yeah, before I moved here, as my program was it was always weightlifting. As in the morning. Yeah. Early morning, whatever. Yeah. Whenever wow. I went to the gym, I always started with weightlifting. Wow. But now, no, it's just all now about cardio. All the cardio. <laughs> cardio. But I, no, I actually enjoy it. It's easier to start with cardio. Yeah. It's, it feels better. Feels a lot you better. You need to yeah. do the cardio. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And <laughs> since you since you've come here, you're lifting more. Yeah. Sure. Once we change the techno, things could get real, real. <laughs> ben, what's your morning rituals? You, what do you find works best? Uh, I just get up, have a coffee, and go. I, I don't have time during the week to to kind of make anything or eat anything. Right. So I'll do my cardio first thing in the morning. Yeah. Um, and then eat after uh, yeah. after I've trained. What do you like to have for breakfast? Fasted cardio. Uh, fasted cardio. Yeah, that's kind of like fasted cardio, but it's not really because it's five thirty a.m. So it's yeah. Kind of it is fasted, but yeah. it's not, it, it's not overly fasted. Yeah. Um, and then what will you have after training? I'll just eat tuna and broccoli. Straight up after training in Straight the morning? Straight up after training, yeah. Really? And yeah. the same for lunch? Uh, usually I'll have, it'll be the same thing. So I'll go into work and then I won't get a break for an hour or two. So yeah. I'll have to wait until I can I can eat. Have more tuna yeah. and broccoli. More tuna and broccoli. And you just eat that every day, tuna and broccoli. It's just easy. Wow. Uh, it fits in with, with my schedule. My schedule is pretty busy at the moment with and training. And, and you don't get bored? Uh, yeah, but then on the weekends, I can. I know I can go out and eat 
a little bit more. Favourite cheat meal? Bread and chocolate. Bread? The chocolate on the bread? No, next to it. <laughs> yeah, next to it. Really? Bread and chocolate, yeah. What sort of chocolate? Kit Kats and Maltesers. Oh. <laughs> I think there was some in that bag that Maria bought yeah. for you. Really? Oh, the Maltesers you already ate. Yeah, oh, I, they've gone. I, I did they've eat gone. Maltesers. <laughs> they're gone. And then you, you just have like a loaf of bread and some Kit Kats. Pretty much. Yeah, but but like a loaf of bread and a lot of Kit Kats. Really? Yeah. How many? How many can you get down in, in one? <laughs> I have <city>? no idea. <laughs> there we go. I'll maybe come next time. Maybe we'll dig into that. <laughs> one final question. This one's quite amusing from Badder. He basically says over the last few years he's seen videos of people throwing medicine balls like the ones that we have at, in a fight against walls sideways. Have it bounce back and catch it. He said, it looks bizarre, but I've seen it being done by a large mix of different people from martial artists, CrossFit athletes, sprinters, and normal people. Does this exercise really help? And if so, is it just the core or other areas, and should people do it more? And he basically says, or will it just wear... <laughs> then he goes on to say, uh, it, it'll just wear out. Will it just wear out your medicine balls? What are we like? That rotation? Yeah, I think that's what he means. Yeah. yeah. I think I used to do them when I played rugby. Yeah. 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 yeah I've I've actually used them. I've actually used them on one of your clients, Tamar. Really? Yeah, I think I don't use them enough. With the with the balls that bounce off the wall, the problem is sometimes, and, and this sounds a little bit general, but it's true. Sometimes I've used them on people that are unable to sort of control their core very well when you put them down or do a sit-up. Probably they're, they're normally bigger people, and for some reason they're a little bit less coordinated. And so they, they throw the ball at the wall and it just bounces back and hits them and shit like <laughs> it's that. It's so loud as well. Yeah, like, it's pretty loud. It's like, dus, dus, dus. But that's one of my oh, favorite moves as well. Yeah. Uh, slam ball. Yeah. Just slamming the ball down super hard. It works on hip extension, all sorts oh, of good also stuff. It's loud. It's really loud, isn't it? All your stuff is loud. <laughs> yeah, not my techno though because I don't listen to it. Yeah. That's the point actually. James Wyatt created a playlist yeah. in Spotify. We're actually going to kick off a campaign in the next few days about creating your own playlist and we'll play it at the gym. We tried to get people to sign, to put their recommendations on the board. We got a load, but now we know that a lot of people have office jobs. A lot of people watch this podcast on YouTube, so clearly have a lot of time in the office. So we're going to start some a playlist competition for more free in a fight merchandise. Who knows? Next week, Matt Jones might return. Nah. No? No? <laughs> Probably not. Who's Chances. That? Who is that? No Never one knows. Never met him. Never met him. Never <laughs> saw him. You actually haven't, have you? <laughs> Been here for so long. Was he not here the day that you came? Yeah, he was. Was he? Uh, doing Ooh, nothing. She though. can't remember. When I was there to visit. When oh, she came to visit ago, ages yeah. ago. Yeah, that's when he was here. No, he's not. But he might be back. Might. <laughs> <laughs> if he can get a flight back on his if own. If he can get a flight back. Keep sending questions. Keep sending them on Snapchat. Send them in any way you want to any of the coaches, winningitinafight.com. We will answer them all. We'll be back next week. We've also got a special podcast with Flanners that comes out on Monday next week. So two podcasts a week now for you to listen to. Come and get involved. If you want to be on the podcast, let us know what you've got to talk about. You need to be able to speak to us for 40 or 45 minutes, and we will gladly interview you for the podcast. Savage <laughs> Again? Savage. Savage. Well, he asks, actually, he asks all the questions he, anyway. Mate, but he's been skiing, so he hasn't asked any question. He must have a list ready then. I reckon <laughs> the most... <laughs> he can sit here yeah. with his list, and we'll all just sit on that side there. The most asked questions <laughs> get, get a roll on, on, on... Or the most... The questioners, the people that ask the most questions, 
We should actually get two or three of them to come and the panel and make them the panel by now because they're such good listeners. They should know all our answers anyway. But that would that would be quite interesting. Of course, as we said at the start of the show, don't forget to register for the CrossFit Open. We still need judges as well. If you're doing it around the world but are not part of a gym and want to be on our team, whatever, however it works, that like that guy asked, you're welcome to do that. Anyway, we can help. We will. No, they can't be, be on the team. They can't be on the team. They can be somehow on they the can, leaderboard. They can be on the custom leaderboard. But on the custom that's leaderboard that you're going to make. Or is Jonesy going to do it? Oh, Jonesy's in charge of stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he knows. Jonesy's, Jonesy has a lot of work. Jonesy and Mia are in charge of base fitness programming. Yeah. So... They have yes. a lot of work. Yeah, they did a real good job of it this week. <laughs> yeah, I did. So <laughs> yeah, good. you did a great job. That's a that's another point. Another thing that's new. Base fitness is now three mornings a week: Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. It's a different program every single day. It's actually longer and harder to program for than the mainline classes because there's only five of those you have to program for six days for base fitness but it's super awesome to see people working out in the mornings as well so ben thank you phil thank you mia thank you Boz. you're welcome ah tak tak she started in swedish she finished in swedish see very smart say goodbye in your language (laughs) thank you until next time take care Thanks a lot for tuning into this episode of the podcast, and I do hope you've enjoyed it. And thanks also to the coaches for their useful insights and humor, as always. Of course, you can get this podcast. Go over to innerfight.com slash podcast 206. You can see it in YouTube. You can get it in iTunes. And if you do hop over to iTunes, please take a moment to rate the podcast and leave some comments over there. If you have any questions, mail us winning at innerfight.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, take care.